We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Barrett get another rebound, and that'll do it. R.J. Barrett, a brilliant performance. 28 points, 14 rebounds, 6 assists, and the Knicks with a desperately needed victory. These two buddies from back in their Boston Celtic days. Yep, and the Knicks will go on the road with momentum and confidence after this one. The three-game losing streak all at home comes to an end as the Knicks... Improved to 23 and 24. All right. A much needed <laughs> uh, victory for the New York Knicks um, over the Clippers today. Um, a little dicier than it probably should have been down the stretch, but this is the Knicks. When is anything uh, ever easy? Never. Um they now end this homestand one and one and three. I was thinking about it as the closing seconds ticked off. You know, if the ball bounces one way differently in that Minnesota game, um, or Burks makes that last shot, or you know, maybe the pass to Burks in the corner and he that may count, so whatever. If they win that game. I wonder how much our thinking about this team is is different sitting here now. Um you know, a game under 500 uh, going into uh, a very, 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 very tough stretch of basketball that could, for all intents and purposes, end the Knicks' chances of, of doing anything this season. I don't know what anything is. Make the play-in game? I don't, I don't even know anymore. Is that the goal? I guess that's the goal. Um, but it didn't, and they lost that game, and they end the homestand one and three. And now they go on the road where, you know, in fairness, they've been a better road team than a home team this year. Um, you never know when a team is going to be galvanized. You never know when a team is going to start playing well together. And I think, you know, it's like today was like another frustrating reminder. Like this team has talent. Uh, this team is not a bad team when it doesn't want to be a bad team. They have stuff that they could do. They have matchup, you know, advantage uh, creators, 
you know, in, in Randall, in RJ sometimes. Um, at the bench, I thought looked really good. Like, this team does good stuff. They just haven't done it consistently all year. Maybe they'll start doing it on the road. I don't know. Um, talking about individual guys, obviously Barrett's going to get the headlines today, as he should. Ends up with 28 points, um, 14 rebounds, uh, six assists, and one big block. Uh, just in terms of counting stats, points, rebounds, assists, this is pretty much the best game of Barrett's career. Just if you, I think if you like add all those up, uh, maybe there's one or two games where he's had more like total points, rebounds, assists, but this is right up there. And obviously that big block towards the end, not the most efficient game. However, I loved his process. I loved how much he drove the ball. Um, I thought he played really well, but defense was good. Um, he'll get the headline. And then after him, it's kind of a team effort. I mean, obviously Julius Randle had 24 points on 15 shots, very efficient. Um, nine boards and then five assists two seven turnovers. Yeah. How you like them apples? Um, God, what a frustrating player. <laughs> what an absolutely maddening, frustrating player because you see certain things, you see him like cut off the ball and it turns into good stuff. And then, um, you see him make like the right pass at the right time instead of waiting. And you're like, if this dude just embraced all of the positive tendencies of his game and channeled them all the time, what a nice player that would be. And unfortunately we don't, we haven't gotten that player this year. We've gotten a guy who every time you're ready to say, Oh, you know, maybe Randall's kind of figured it out and he's turned the corner and he's going to start playing well consistently. He'll have a stretch or a play or something that just makes you shake your head. Um, and it's so frustrating because he can be so good. And he still is their most talented player. And they don't win the game without him. He was more good than he was bad. And he draws attention. And, like, all the stuff that we've talked about for for years now, um, it's just so frustrating with him. And I wish it wasn't that frustrating. Um, but it is what it is. Good games across the board from pretty much everyone else. I thought Mitch – I hope Mitch is okay – I thought he was playing a really nice game. Only played 16 minutes because of the injury. We'll see what what the word is there. Um, you know, Fournier only ended up shooting 5 of 12. But, again, I don't mind his those misses because those misses were on drives. I love it when he drives the ball. And he was 4 of 8 from deep. Um, the team as a whole was very good from downtown. Uh, shot 44%. It's amazing how much this team wins when they shoot it well. Uh, wouldn't you know? Uh, but, yeah, starting off 7 of 8 from deep certainly helped their effort a lot because the defense was certainly a uh, 1 p.m. Uh, weekend start time level defense for some of those possessions there. Not across the board, but but a bunch of guys. Um, I thought Quickly's minutes were really nice. Six assists in, 15, in 18 minutes from Quickly. I tweeted it out. It's the uh, fourth time in his last seven games he has at least five dimes. I, I'm slowly but surely, progress coming as a playmaker. Um, and then probably the, the guy I should have mentioned at the top. I mean, minute for minute, for the effort he gave, I there's a part of me that's tempted to say that that Nerlens Noel not had like the best game, but Nerlens Noel was really good. Played 26 minutes after Mitch couldn't give it a go. Um, this version of Nerlens Noel is a very helpful player. And again, it's a broken record at this point. But how many times have we said this season? What would this next season look like if we had been getting consistent, um, solid play from our centers for 48 minutes every game? 
and that hasn't been the case. Obviously, there's other there's other players that you know have not played up to par that are the reason they've struggled. But like when they get good minutes from their centers, it's amazing how much better they do. Um, only guy who was kind of off was Quentin Grimes, but thought he played really good defense. Always love his energy. Um, yeah, we saw some Cam. Five minutes of Cam in the first half there. How do you like them apples? Um, nice finish. Uh, I'll talk about the rotation moving forward because I'm sure we're going to get questions about it. But look, they had to win the game. Uh, they won the game. Wasn't exactly pretty. I don't really care. Uh, let's get to the road trip. Let's see what happens. Uh, the season's not over yet. And uh, I'm looking forward to, you know, having a couple more surprises in them. Them having a couple more surprises in them. You never know. Crazier things have happened. We'll talk about the upcoming schedule in a bit. But let's get to the Super Chats. And the first one is from my main man, Mr. Hashtag 53 Wins himself, Robert Cross. I'm going to drink to this. This is RJ's team. Kemba needs to stay in mothballs. Emmanuel quickly should be our starting point guard. Um, Robert, I wish I could disagree with you. Actually, no, I don't wish I could disagree with you. Uh, I, I, uh, I wish I had something more interesting to say other than uh, yes. Um, it's not RJ's team yet. It's still Randall's team, and that's part of the problem. Uh, I think it should be more RJ's team. I'm not saying that, that that's always going to go great. Again, the kid was 9 for 24 today, um, and he was – that doesn't even really paint an accurate picture. He was seven RJ. We're talking about now. Sorry, he was six of nineteen from inside the arc. When you shoot six of nineteen from inside the arc, I know he he got to the line seven times. Like that's again growth of a player or sh- signs of a player who is still growing. Um, and if he's the best player on your team, or he is who the the offense goes through, if if you're capable of having a, a six for nineteen showing from inside the arc you know, that means you still have room to grow. I think what a lot of people feel and what I'm totally here for is that let's give up, let's give RJ that opportunity to grow. I think he's earned it. I think it's for the betterment of the team. Um, The offense just looks better when it flows through him. It doesn't mean Julius has to stop doing Julius stuff. And like everybody else doesn't do uh, everybody, what everybody else does. Um, You know, he's great for generating offensive rebounds. I love the pairing with Mitch less so with Noel. Um, quickly, I mean, you're, you're, it's a broken record. I, I would love to see what quickly would look like with the starters. And then as far as Kemba, I mean, shit, what are we going to do now going into tomorrow? Are they, I mean, is Kemba going to be available? I mean, they, they made a pretty big deal out of not a big deal, but they said it's about the back to back and they wanted to rest them on the first night of a back to back. I mean, I guess if he plays, there's a chance Cam doesn't play. Um, you know, and, and it's on the road, and there it's three straight road games. So, like, I don't know if they're planning – if they have a trade in the works or they're planning on making the trade. It's not like – you know, if, if you're going to make rotation decisions that may uh, upset some folks, I guess it's better to do it on the road. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm – if I – I would have had a different answer at halftime, but having seen Cam knock it off the bench in the second half today, if you're going to put a gun to my head right now and ask me what do I think is going to happen tomorrow, I think Kemba plays, um, and I think Cam doesn't isn't in the rotation. Um, I think that I think they need to move on from Kemba Walker. Um, 
with the with the with the caveat that if they were ever able to to make a good Julius Randle trade, that would be a, a wonderful first option. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. So uh, onwards we go. Uh, we got Anthony Sixto here. What's going on, Anthony? Cam did a lot of great small things on D in a short debut. I love how he played. Yeah, hundred percent. Wasn't a long sample size, but I thought he played well. Jab stepping into the passing lanes to deny the pass, disrupted a drive by faking um, the help D, then recovering to his man. Excited to see more. I I don't want to say it's all about engagement for Cam, but like his defense, the only knock on his defense I think has been just off ball engagement stuff. If he's and that's you know that's kind of just engagement. That's that's awareness. That's effort. Um, on offense, I again I have a lot of thoughts about what I would like this team to look like moving forward, and some potential moves I wouldn't mind them making. But like the notion that they could potentially make Cam into like more of a point forward on the on the second unit, like that's really exciting to me. Not every possession, but occasionally, like I want to see that. I'd love to see him do more. They they I put it this way, they did not get him unless they thought that there was a real ceiling there. Um, maybe they're not going to explore that ceiling until next season. That's entirely possible. But then if you wait till next season to explore Cam's ceiling, how do you handle the contract negotiations this summer? Maybe they just have a lot of faith in him and they don't really feel like they need to see a lot this season before they give him a nice extension. Um, we'll see what happens. Shout out to Rob Deluce. Uh, I always mispronounce his name. Felusma. Hey, Knicks fam, get those likes up, right, guys? LOL. Yes, get the likes up. I appreciate there's uh, almost 500 people here watching on a day when I um, believe there's a football game starting right now or maybe has started. I should know this. I'm a, I'm a grown adult. Um, whatever. I know I know Tom Brady is playing potentially his last game. So shout out to everyone who's here. Um, Gad Candelario. What's going on, Gad? Why do we look like two different teams? When we're not predictable on offense and not run every possession through Randall, good things happen. Um, it's not about running possessions through Randall. They look – you could argue that some of their best possessions today were run through Randall, but it's running them through Randall when he makes good, quick decisions, when he moves with the ball, when he drives, when he does like all the things that we know Randall's capable of doing, not when he does all the bad shit. Um, the issue with Randall is I don't know how anybody who watches him right now can have any faith of what we're going to see. Forget about game to game, like possession to possession. That's the frustrating part. Um, I agree. The, the unpredictable stuff is, is better. Um, you know, and also again, they hit shots tonight. Like this team all season long has looked like a different team when they've hit shots. Um, so, you know, the, the, to to become a really to become a really good NBA team, which obviously that's probably not going to happen this year. Like you have to be able to survive the nights where you don't make shots. Um, you know, and it's funny how when they make shots, it like sets them up and it it really gets them going good. Um, so yeah, um, but not a lot of consistency. Um, Kevin Danishevsky, what's going on, Kev? Good to see you again. I was really frustrated with Randall the entire game. The process wasn't that different. He just hit shots that he normally doesn't. Happy we got the win. Yeah, so, again, he definitely did that. He definitely hit shots. Um, again, 15 shots, 8 of 15, 24 points. Uh, got to the line 
feel like he got to the line six times. Hit five. Nine rebounds, five assists. I mean, again, it. I'm not. I'm not sure that any Randall game this season has been like all bad stuff or all good stuff. It's every game this season. I feel like has been such a mix, and I think the difference in the good games is twofold. One, when he's hitting shots, which he did, and two, when guys around him are hitting shots. Like there's been a lot of games where we've killed Randall after the game where he's actually made a lot of nice passes and guys have just missed it. Like he made good passes tonight. And sometimes it wasn't always the assist. Sometimes it was the hockey assist. Like, but then there's those moments where the process just sucks. And then when you add on top of it, those moments on defense that I don't need to, I don't even need to say, you know, transition defense, you know, just like boneheaded stuff, like the inbound thing with Burks, like just, you know, Clearly, my, my daughter is, is just as bothered by bad Randall as everybody else. Um, anyway, uh, Kenny Rose. So sad after a win, all I could think about is the wasted pick on Obi, who won't develop for the Knicks, and Cam, who won't play as a backup to RJ. Uh, IQ good today. Um, I mean, that's your prerogative. Uh, I think, look. Hindsight's always twenty twenty. Obi, when they drafted him, was being drafted to a team who I have to think at the time that they drafted him, as has been said by many people, figured that Randall was on the way out and that they would have traded him before the deadline for whatever they could get. And then Randall turned into what he turned into last year, and things didn't go that way. I'm not going to kill them for – for drafting Randall or for drafting Obi, just like I'm not going to kill them for passing on Halliburton. I think, yeah, the Halliburton pick would have probably been the safer pick, um, would have would have filled the need. But that's an alternate universe. Like you don't know where that would have gone. I mean, I, I love Halliburton, but he's also not. You know, it's not like they passed on Donovan Mitchell. Um, although Halliburton's really freaking good. Um, in terms of Cam, like I wouldn't be so quick about that. I think whatever you see tomorrow, next week, next month from Cam is probably not indicative of what we're going to see from Cam moving forward. Like the the Cam trade may not work out, but if, if it doesn't work out, I have a feeling it's going to be because of some kind of unforeseen circumstances, much, much like the OB pick may may not work out in the way they intended because of the unforeseen circumstance of Randall becoming what Randall became. Um, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to push back a little bit on that, but yeah, I agree quickly had a good day. Um, we shall see Manny Campos. What's going on, Manny? Uh, overreactions IQ equals a star point guard. He's not just a point guard. He's a star point guard. Um, let's, Let's let's work on just having him be great in his role all the time. I think he is right now. He's definitely a, has a potential to be a star six man and a starter on a good team if given the opportunity. Um, I've called him a star in the past. I think I may have been a little bit over exuberant. I do think he has star qualities though. But again, that's why my comp has always for a while now has been Jason Terry. I think that's a, a nice comp. Is Jason Terry a point guard? No. Is Emmanuel Quickly a point guard in the strictest sense? Maybe not, but 
he could do all the things you need him to do, especially in certain configurations. Uh, Cam's in the doghouse. I don't think Cam's in the doghouse. I think just Tibbs is like, I got my guys. I know what works. I'm going to go with what works. I, I hope people don't overreact to Cam playing five minutes. Like anybody, I'm sorry, but anybody who thought Cam was going to play, come in here and play, you know, 25 minutes right away, like that was never going to happen. It may not happen this season. I would expect him to play more, um, but I'm also expecting him to make a trade or two. Uh, Noel is the skilled big we've lacked. I'm not sure I could get on board that train. And then uh, finally, not an overreaction. RJ has found something. That's huge for us. I mean, the RJ thing, like, again, I don't know how many different ways there are to say it. Um, he needs the ball in his hands, whether it's for the best of the team right now or it's not for the best of the team right now. It is best for him. It is best for their long-term future. I would argue it is what's best for the team right now. Um, when Kemba's out there, that just it just doesn't seem just doesn't seem to happen. Um, you know, I, I I don't know. Well, uh, I'll say this. I'll say this. Whatever happens the rest of this season, I think at the very least the Knicks kind of again can look at RJ and be like, all right, he's taking a step forward in a way. Maybe not the season they envisioned him having, but he took a step forward this year. And that's great for the organization to, to feel like, okay, good about that. I think they owe it to him and his development to make a deal before the deadline where the team over the last 30 to 35 games just makes a little bit more sense uh, with him playing a prominent role. Uh, that's my hope. Uh, we'll see what happens. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. NL Nair. What's going on, ML? Randall generally played well, but he just doesn't get the that moving the ball is what works best for him and the team. He needs to embrace that his dribbling in the paint needs to be at a minimum. Yeah, I mean, I love when he dribbles into the paint, and then but it's like a like a beeline, and then he shoots it. That's great. Um, or a couple dribbles, and like the moment, like here's the thing about Randall: he doesn't see the double team coming. That sucks. It would be much better if he saw it coming and then passed out of it before it comes. Like great players do that. Great passers do that. He's not a great player. He's not a great passer. He's just like good. And that's the problem when you run your offense through a guy that's just, you know, like last season, I don't even think like his process last season was much different than this season. I think the difference is he was hitting shots and because he was hitting shots, like he was so more, much more emboldened and played with such more confidence as opposed to playing more tentatively. In terms of his like pass shoot process, I don't even know if that's it's really that different from last season. Um, but yeah, it's just like, you know, yeah, I don't know. I we'll see. Um, Dono Louis, Dono Louis, RJ has been a nice bright spot in an otherwise frustrating season. I would add quickly to that. I know quickly hasn't shot it well. I think he shot it like thirty five percent from deep. Um, I think quickly has been a bright spot. It's, if you're looking at the young players, OB has been like a bright spot in his own way, but he's not playing a lot, which probably is more frustrating than, than bright. Um, but yeah, RJ quickly grimes a little bit. Um, also Randall is the most maddening player we've had in a long time. This is a fun parlor game. Randall is the most maddening player since, um, I mean, Inez Cantor will always uh, hold a special place in my heart, but he wasn't maddening. Uh, I just didn't think he was very good. Um, I think to be a truly maddening player, you have to have real talent. Uh, I will go to late late Nick's career, Mello. Um, he's pretty maddening uh, for me personally, not for everybody, just for me. And before that, like... I don't even know. I don't even know when you have to go back to. Um, maybe the 70s? I really don't know. Um, but it's, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, good good comment there. Uh, Andrew, again, reminding me, get those get those likes up. Uh, we have a, oh, Andrew, uh, with, chiming in the chat. Fuck Tom Brady. Uh, yes, fuck Tom Brady, indeed. Harry Donor, what's going on, Harry? Always appreciate you uh, chiming in and always appreciate your contributions. You're the man, dude. Um, I just don't think it's complicated. Kemba to the bench, IQ with the starters. Kemba as a starter just seems to result in one too many players that need the ball in their hands. Yeah, and then if you want to add one more in there, uh, trade trade Kemba before the deadline when Rose comes back or in preparation for Rose coming back because then, you know, you don't want a situation where, um, you know, like someone doesn't play. Like, I'm, I'm, all, I'm all on board with that. I, I don't. To me, it is that simple. Um, you know, and it's like my only response to like defending Tibbs is that the same shit I always say. 
Tibbs is smarter than me. He must know something. I don't know. Because it seems to make sense to me to move quickly into the starting lineup um, alongside Randall and, and RJ. We'll see. Um, Robert Cross. Also, I love KFS. Ewing Patreon so I can see playback and the Knickerbocker broadcast here in San Diego. Anytime I'm in, we're going to do our playback watch along um, either tomorrow or the next game after tomorrow. I'm not uh, sure yet. We will let you guys know uh, very soon, um, but it will be uh, it will be this it will be soon. It will be very soon. Um, thank you, Robert. I appreciate it. And uh, package uh, coming your way soon. Uh, CT Pittman, what's going on, CT? The patron saint. It's so exciting to see RJ grow before our very eyes. I'm noticing that some of his three point makes aren't even touching the rim; they're just pure net. He's going to be a serious matchup problem in the future. What I what I love today and what I don't always feel about RJ, but I really felt this way today, and maybe this is me just looking for a silver lining. If it is, I apologize. But I thought his misses around the rim were, were like – they looked good. I've gotten on RJ a lot in the past for putting up stuff at the, at the basket. I'm like, that's just like – that's an awful-looking attempt. That has no chance to go in. Today, it felt like all the attempts at the rim, I know there were a lot of them that did not go in, but they looked sound. They looked like good attempts that just maybe rimmed out or whatever. Not all of them. There were a couple bad ones in there. But, again, for a player that, to me, in my eyes at least, seemed like he that was going to be a real area of struggle moving forward, um, I'll take any – I'll take any positive. And, yeah, if he starts really converting around the rim and then also – the passing, you love some of the flashes of passing um, that we see here and there. Yeah, he's going to be a matchup problem. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, for as frustrating as he's been at times this year, I'm like, I'm cool with where RJ is right now. I'm cool with where he is. And we'll see what happens moving forward. Um, Hush Zoo, appropriately na- appropriate uh, name for the person commenting right now. Uh, good W, but need a lot more reddish. Uh, well, you'll get more reddish at some point. I just may not be right away. Randall, decent game, but why does he have to wait and get um, bear hugged by two people and then make his decision? Because he's not a great player. He's not a great decision maker. He's not a great – doesn't have great vision. Um, you know, it's just – Yeah. I wish I had more for you than that. I would I, – I w- if I believed – and I, I'm like <laughs> – I'm kind of over Julius. I would be that much more frustrated if I thought it was a choice. I just think he's not. I just think he's not good enough. Um, but uh, you know, again, we can't have everything. Um, all right, hold on. Uh, my super chat, of course, is going a little uh, frizzy here. Um, uh, I see Kevin Denishevsky. I think. Uh, brought up a name that I'm going to enjoy talking about here. Um, true story, Jay. Does Tibbs know that it's okay to go 10 deep? Shake my damn hand. He went, he went 10 deep today. He actually went 11 deep. But, yeah, he, he went 10 deep. I mean, Tibbs is like – but, again, you're you're talking about a, a head coach as if he's like an anomaly. Go, go find any head coach in the league. Um, most of them like limited rotations – unless they have like literally no weak spots 
in their rotation one through ten. Like Tibbs doesn't like to push. Like for instance, Obi. Obi's a limited player. Um, that's why he doesn't like to push Obi a certain amount of time. But like if you go back through Tibbs' history, he's actually been a, a lot. Like throughout his history, he's preferred eight, nine man rotations. He goes ten deep when he kind of has to. He's gone ten deep pretty much since he started coaching here. So you know, I I think what you're looking for is for him to play certain guys a few more minutes. Um, get a little bit more creative with some of the combinations. You know, we obviously we've all been calling for Obi at the five. He's never going to do that. Um, I think that's what you want. I think, but no, I, I mean, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't be it wouldn't be a post game without some tips criticism. Um, Kevin Danishevsky, okay. Stefan was maddening. Stefan Marbury, so much talent, but a head case. I am. Um, was he Manning? I think he just uh, – was Stefan a Manning player? I don't know. It's been a while. I felt like those teams were just so bad, and he didn't play up to his potential. I don't know that I ever felt that he was like – I never. I don't know if I ever felt watching Marbury that like, oh, my God, there's this amazing ceiling like right there for you. If you just did X, Y, and Z, you can reach that ceiling. I feel like when things started to go bad with, with Marbury – it just like he just started playing poorly as opposed to like if he would just change this thing or that thing about his game, then it would be better. He was also a head case, and that was obviously a, a problem. Um, uh, okay, so a couple things. Um, Julius Randle spoke to reporters after the game. Uh, he said, ended it right, looking forward to this road trip. He also said, as far as the fine, the team didn't make me available. That's it. And then he added, I appreciate Mr. Dolan. Well, there you go. Okie dokie. Oh, Julius. Greg film stuff. It's hard to feel good about New York's wins because of the inconsistency. I'm here for that. Next season, RJ might get 20 a game, and today Jules actually played with some enthusiasm. RJ can only be RJ when Jules as a number two and an off-ball one. Give IQ a shot. I mean, I've kind of – I kind of um, have put this out there a few times. Like, I think there's a reason why I would at least explore the market for Randall. I don't – I don't know. I would just cur- I'm just curious to see what's out there. And I acknowledge that would be you'd be taking a step back with the hope that it would somehow lead to taking two steps forward. Um, you know, because RJ isn't a number one. He's not. He's at best. He's a number two. And I don't I don't like in terms of a championship team. I, I, and I still don't even know that we, we could say that uh, this from Berman, by the way. I asked Randall why he hasn't been talking to us after games. And he said tersely. The team didn't make him available. Nick's PR cutoff interview very soon after. So there you go. Um, Rick Castle. My goodness, Rick. Thank you so much. I don't even know what to say. I never know what to say with these generous contributions that are just like far and away more than, uh, again, thank you. Um, I'll read Rick's comment. UKFS guys are amazing. I'm a longtime podcast listener, first time post game live streamer. 
I just want to say thank you for all your hard work through the highs and lows of this lovable and demanding team. Hashtag go next. Thank you, Rick. That means a lot. We take a lot of pride in what we do. Um, I would not do any of this if I was not um, a a crazy person um, and b uh, someone who uh, just is just really thankful that he gets to be a crazy person amongst other crazy people. Um, for this uncurable disease known as Nick's fandom. Uh, but anyway, I, I really, I can't thank you enough for, for how much uh, that means. So thank you. And I hope, I uh, hope you enjoy coming to these more often. Um, seriously. Um, prototype NC Manning player with J.R. Smith count. Yeah. J.R. Smith's a pretty good one. J.R. Smith is a pretty good one. Uh, different kind of maddening than Julius, but Yes, 100%. J.R. Smith was a manning player. Um, Robert Kloss, back with more. Most manning player was Kenny Skywalker. So someone I'll say up front, I never never watched Kenny Walker. I started watching after he was already off the team. He was drafted ahead of Roy Tarpley and Ron Harper, amongst others. FML. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at your expense, Robert. Uh, hashtag 53 wins. Um. Yeah, I've, I've I've been told that Kenny Kenny Walker was a, a Manning player. Does Frank qualify? Was Frank a Manning player? Uh, little little maddeningness to to Frank. Not not really though. Um. Okay. Uh, keeping it going here. Oh, R.J. Barrett said he apologized to the refs after his technical foul today. Thank you for. Uh, Thank you for uh, Fred Katz for for that. Um, Nevin Athamatatil. I hope I got that right. Randall to Portland for Anthony Simons and Filler. Uh, Nevin, uh, if uh, Portland trades Anthony Simons, who since New Year's Day has is one of four players in the NBA to average twenty five and seven, and has Portland uh, with a winning record. Since January 1st, and he's like 22 years old, uh, and is going to be a restricted free agent. If they traded Anthony Simons for Julius Randle, everyone working for that organization should be fired and tarred and feathered. Um, which is to say, yes, uh, please. I'll, I'll take what do you want? What else are we going to take on? You want to take on CJ McCollum's contract too? We'll give you uh, what, what do you want? Um, Randall and uh, Fournier for McCollum. There you go. And and Simons. Uh, please, God, yes. Simons is good. He's, he's a good player. And, and again, that's good. good job by them as an organization, drafting a kid at IMG and kind of, you know, developing him um, over the course of, of years. Like, that, there's still a organi- good organization in there somewhere. They've had just a, a rough a rough year. Um Thanks again for everybody still watching. Over 400 still with us. Um, 174 likes. Keep getting those likes up. We appreciate it. It helps us out. Don, Don Cappuccini. I don't know. My my heart sticker that my daughter put on my sweatshirt fell off. Um, it seems like every other week we brace ourselves for that upcoming week, for that the upcoming week is a big one. This one kind of feels like now or never if we can't break even. Um Uh, before I answer that, uh, another RJ quote, courtesy of the great Fred Katz. Glad you're feeling better, Fred. 
This is RJ uh, on if he feels like he can carry the Knicks at a high level. I don't feel like I've done anything so far. I'm hungry. That's what you want to hear. Give me all that. Right into the old veins. Um, okay. Upcoming schedule at Cleveland uh, tomorrow. So Cleveland has gotten back on the winning path. Uh, don't have Rubio, obviously. Uh, don't have uh, Sexton. They haven't had all year. Like, that's going to be a really tough game. But I think – I'll say this. I'm, I'm pretty excited going into that Cleveland game. Miami has been playing their best ball of the season. Miami's on Wednesday, and then Friday at Milwaukee. I mean, I don't know what to say. And then you got a couple good home games, Sacramento at home, Memphis at home. Memphis has been a little up, not up and down, but like not the world beaters they were for a while there. And then you got the West Coast swing. Uh, Lakers, my God, uh, they're torturing my youngest. Uh, Lakers, Jazz, Denver, uh, Warriors, and then Portland. So we'll, you know, we'll know what we have. I mean, if they ever got through the next 10 games at like, I, I don't know. I would probably sign for four and six if I'm, if I'm being honest, you know? Um, yeah. If they ever got through that at 500, I mean, you know, we'll see. Uh, okay. Dom Cappuccini. Oh, yeah, here we go. Dom Cappuccino, one more. I mean, take two out of three at least. Keep it up, John, anytime. Um, if Again, even if they take – if they take two out of three on this little mini road trip, kudos to them. I mean, that would be a great job. Again, figure out a way to go four and six. Get into – and then you got a four-game homestand, OKC, Brooklyn, Miami, Philly. That's right after the trade deadline. Um, can you win half of those two, two out of four there? And then you got another, <laughs> then you got a seven game road trip, Philly, Phoenix, Clippers, Sacramento, Dallas, Memphis, Brooklyn. And then things get a little bit more tenable. Like, look, I'll say this. Here's how we'll end it today. All right. Here's how we're going to end it. If this team makes the play in game, we, I think, will be legitimately excited and have a right to be excited if they make the play-in game because if they make the play-in game with where they're at right now and with this upcoming schedule, they will have earned it and they will have had to play better basketball than what we've seen through uh, however many games they've played this, this season, 47 games this season. Like the team that we've watched for 47 games, if, that, if they just keep playing like that, they are not making the play-in. They're just not. If they play better – and they will maybe make it, and then I'll be a little bit more excited about that. Because with this upcoming schedule, like, you know, even when it, like, quote-unquote, eases up towards the end, like, it's not even really easy then. Um, they don't have a lot of games against, like, the tankers of the league. They have a game at Detroit late. They have one more game at Orlando, who's beaten us twice. Like, there's, there's no gimmies left. In this season, even Oklahoma City at home, like Oklahoma City could beat anybody on any night. Hey, you want to say hi before we sign off? Adult donkeys, very grateful. The legend continues. Thank you for your contribution. Um, Sass, anything you want to say about the Knicks or anything else? Nothing? You burn your finger? Mommy burned her finger. Oh, mommy burned her finger. How did she burn her finger? Uh, she probably burned it. When you're making 
Banana chocolate chip cookies and you're making banana chocolate chip cookies or muffins? Muffins. Oh, okay. Well, that's exciting. And she took the butter out of the cup and it was hot. Oh. Yeah, you don't want to stick your uh, public service announcement from all of us here at Nick's Film School. Don't stick your finger in hot butter. It's a bad idea. Um, thank you, Andrew. Uh, anything else before we sign off for today? Do you think the Knicks are going to uh, – how many games are the Knicks going to win on their three-game road trip? One, two, or three? Or zero? You have to pick. You have to pick. One, two, three, or zero? There's no wrong answer. All of them? They're going to win all of them? Well – you heard it here, folks. Knicks undefeated on the upcoming road swing. Uh, we look forward to that. Uh, talk about hashtag 53 wins. All right. Uh, I'll catch everybody tomorrow. And uh, until then, I hope you have a lovely rest of your Sunday. Peace out.